Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. Uh, it feels good to get the normal routine kind of back going again. And like always, I'm fucking with mopeds. I'm working on mopeds. I'm going out to go ride with the zeros and this coming weekend and i'm going to pick up that raffle bike that i still can't believe i won like i have dumb luck like this and <laughs> i um it's kind of funny how we say like i win shit i win shit a lot in raffles my ex-wife is actually coming to pick up a set of golf clubs for me that i had won in a raffle that i've used like three times she asked me if she could use them i'm like just fucking take them if i want them back just give them back she goes okay but anyways I'm going out to the zeros and like those guys are fucking rad and super nice. And Andy, I can't sing your praises enough without even really getting to know you yet. Um, I was said, I was told that, yeah, just have a bike. That's like 35, like that can do hold minimum 35. And I'm just like, that, that makes me nervous. And I was gonna, so I have a stocko sock, stocko like a 60 cc kit and that thing will hold 38 and i was like god it's either that or i bring my metric kit my bike with a metric kit on it that like gets 27 miles to the tank and i'm just like i'm just gonna have to bring gas because like i'm terrified of like being left i know they won't leave me behind but like being the last guy where everybody's waiting for them so like I think that's what I'm going to do. I still don't know how I'm going to do everything. If I'm just going to do a basket on the back of a, my Subaru and throw the motivacane in the back of my Subaru or borrow a trailer from a buddy of mine. I don't know. It's, but it's weird. I, I even this weekend, I, I had a DR that I fucked up a long time ago. I was sitting on a shelf. I'm like, I just need to see if this damn thing works. I fucked up the decking on it. So I cheated and I tried a way to fix it. And I think that's going to be fixed. But hold on a second. Everybody's freaking. I got to turn my phone off, people. Um, I thought it wasn't going to fix because I got it running last night. And it was just revving to the sky. Revving. And, I'm, and I had to walk away. I've learned how to walk away. I, I'm teaching myself ever since, like, my meltdown during Baker's Dozen. You just sometimes got to walk away. And that's what I did. And I didn't obsess about it at work. And I went home and I started the bike back up and I tried to tighten a few things down. It was still just revving the sky. I'm like, well, let me check the jets. Oh my God. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking when I put jets in this carb, but like, it was like 20 jet sizes off. So like I was 20 jet sizes lean. I'm like, oh, well, so I've been kind of riding that around playing fun, but I actually have to start fucking packing. And some are slipping away, but I've ridden like a hundred miles this week already. I fucking, I refell in love. I'm back in love with mopeds. Um, I got a Jake Kane has been super rad and like been really inclusive around here lately. He had like a kind of a shindig at his place and had like a river party and Jake invited a whole bunch, of like the whole like Minnesota scene, not just a private thing for his club, but like invited a bunch of people to the river and i'm like fuck yeah i'm gonna go and i got I, it took forever to find non-alcoholic beer believe it or not it's a hot seller um i'm like fuck it i'll get 
those guys a 12 pack of cold Miller lights because you know how I feel about Ric Flair and that's his beer, beer of choice. And it was mine as well. I get to the river and I don't have a fucking lock for my bike. So I figure, you know what? Somebody's going to be here. So somebody's going to be here with a lock. So I'm just chilling. People are coming. People are kind of giving me shit a little bit. I'm chilling. Hour and a half later, nobody's fucking all these mopeders. Everybody drove their cars. I'm like, guys, you're killing me here. So young, young Jake, who I always talk about, like he, he tried to give me some suggestions. He's like, you could go to Walmart. I'm like, Jake, I fucking Walmart's like 10 miles away. I live eight. That makes no sense. And I was giving him shit. I, li- I like giving that kid a hard time, but enough about me. Um, this is a person I asked a while ago, I believe. And he didn't know me because a lot of people really still don't know who the hell I am. I'm a guy who puts out a podcast and not everybody listens to podcasts. And that's fucking rad, dude. That's okay. And uh, we met each other. Actually, he doesn't. I don't know if Joe remembers this, but like we bumped shoulders, metaphorically, not physically, at the Tampa rally, I believe. And yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, dude. And um, that was it's weird how Mouse said a while ago, like Tampa's what started a lot of this for me, but whatever. Um, and then he wasn't at spring break, which was a bummer. And like Marie had her thing, and like you tell me to invite people, I'm gonna fucking invite the world. And I some I invited a lot of um Dagger boys, Tennessee boys, Kentucky boys, and I was very happy when I saw Joe show up. Even though he's on a shifty, nah, dude, I'm fucking with you. I love shifties, uh, but I've already, I've already fucking wrecked your introduction. Joe, why don't you introduce yourself to the second chance? Hold on a second, Joe. I apologize. We got to finish one more little house clean. I always forget. Everybody, if you want to follow us, we are on all the podcast networks, which kind of freaked me out because it took a while to get everything back loaded. Uh, we're on Instagram at Second Chance Pod, the Facebook group Second Chance, a moped podcast. If you want to email me for any reason at all to complain, to yell, to say I'm a dork, or just to tell me how cool I am, which I already know that because I am the coolest person I know, um, you can email me at Second Chance. I'm actually looking up my damn email right now. Second Chance Moped at gmail.com. Again, Second Chance moped at gmail.com all right sorry about that worst i always fuck that up joe like i'd never tell people i'd get a hold of me because like they used to and then i stopped telling them and now they forgot but anyways joe why don't you introduce yourself to the second chance moped podcast audience what's up i'm joe romano i'm from uh nashville i'm in uh daggers moped club and i've been into mopeds for probably like 10 years now nice um here joe i i i didn't get to do it last week and this is what's gonna really make it feel like i'm back doing this again uh, let me start that again well joe here on second chance moped podcast we go through people's moped journeys what happened i.e the very first time they saw moped to their smile ride what it was like kind of mill parlor journey to what it's like today so joe let me ask you what is your very first memory of ever seeing a moped not necessarily getting on but like the first time you can conceptually say, I remember that was a moped. Yeah, that was uh, my my homie Ethan that like skated with a bunch. He uh, he got a Pook Maxi, and um, I just didn't even know what a moped was, and I saw it and just like fell in love. And then I rode it and fell even more in love. 
Nice. And I think you said you've been a moped for 10 years. Do you remember what year this was? Because everybody gives me shit, but I, you know how I love my timelines on this. Yeah, I think it was like, it was probably about this time of the year, like 2011. Right on, right on. Um, it was like, I think it was like end of summer. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I had a, actually, I had a Honda Spree at the time. And, like, I just, like, ripped around the neighborhood on that. But I just, like, didn't even know what a moped was. And then I saw that Max, and I was like, holy shit, fuck this spree. I'm I'm getting one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what? So you, you said you saw your buddy's Maxi, um, and you fell in love at first sight. Did he let you ride it right away? Or, like, what was that like? Yeah, I think he let me ride it, like, as soon as he got it, he was like, oh, yeah, my, he's like, my friends are, like, bringing me down this, like, sick, like, moped. Uh, it was, like, some some homies we knew in Kentucky, and they brought it down and delivered it to him. And I, nice. I think I saw him the next day, and he let me ride it down the street, and I was just, like, hooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had you been around motorsports? You said you were a skater, which is awesome because, like, granted, I was never a skater, but, like, I always hung around the skate kids. Um, but, like, were you in a motorsports background at all before mopeds? Like a lot of some no, people you not, hear like their parents were mechanics or this or that. Uh, how about you, Joe? Not really. I mean, I'd like, I'd work on my cars a little bit, but that was just like a thing where like, I just had shitty cars my whole life. So I kind of <laughs> had to like figure out how to work on them, you know? You too. All right, my guy. Um, so you got, you did that maxi and like, I was my ADD kicked off uh, for a second there. I, I, um, what did you, what was your first moped then? Like, was it, did you just kind of ride it and fall in love and forget about it and then waited to get one? Like, how did you go about getting your own moped? No, I think like a couple of days later, I bought like a Tomos from somebody and it was like, it was super fucked up and like, I never really got it running right. Like, I, I really couldn't even get it to run, but um, I ended up like right after that, I bought like a, just a stock motorbicane that ran and I was like, I mean, I claim that as my first moped because it was the first one I had that, like, ran. I ripped that thing stock for, like, a year or so, and then uh, after that, just kept getting, like, deeper and deeper into it. Awesome, awesome. Um, now, with this motorbike, was it, like, was it daily for you, or was it kind of a weekend thing you did? Or, like, that's what, that's what I always – because, like, for myself, I had – family had some up in northern Minnesota, and I kind of walked away from them for 10 years like how was this how's that motorbike was that what was that mode of transportation for you it wasn't like i mean i didn't have it as like my daily driver it was like a fun thing for around the neighborhood like i'd ride it to friends houses and then like i work at i worked at a bar right down the street so like i just ride it to work and shit but i mean i had a car too so yeah yeah right on right on um no at this point you said you kind of rode it stock for a year did you know about the outside moped world at all or had you found out about because i mean this is ma had been around for a minute and i think 77 had been around for a minute this is like the early days of treatland and dose and all those guys like what was your experience with like the outside moped community yeah well like i mean back then there was like uh the dead pigs in nashville and like all those dude, like they had some sick fucking rallies back in the day and uh like they had a bunch of bikes that like ripped too but i was always just like i just liked my stock motorbike to get me to work on and uh i don't know by the time i like, got really into like 
trying to make it go faster and shit. Like all the moped scene here was like pretty dead. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, how far? Where was the? But I'm totally blanking on all the groups that were around your area, and I feel like a jerk right now. Um, well, the whiskey business people. Um, yeah, those bourbon bandits. Bourbon bandits. How far were you from those guys? Uh, we're about like two and a half hours from Louisville. Okay, like I, it's a part of the country I absolutely love. As I pass through it, like I never. I haven't had the opportunity to spend a lot of time around Tennessee areas. So yeah, I forgot to close out my freaking windows there. Um, Tennessee and Nashville and all, like I've never got to really hang out there. And that's one part of the country I've got like next year when more rallies happen, I definitely hope one happens there. Cause I gotta, I gotta go right around. Um, yeah, I think we're planning on it. So yeah 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 uh and you i know a little bit of the end so i'm trying not to rush into that by any means um you rode that motorbike around for a year or so before you said you started doing stuff to it like what was your first like quote-unquote performance piece that you put on it then uh well the first thing i replaced on it i don't know if you could call it a performance piece but i put i I went from the Gertner to a 15 Shaw because the Gertner obviously sucked ass. Um, and then I think after that, uh, my like the stock pipe like stripped out in the cylinder. So um, I just like, you know, I couldn't get the pipe to stay in. So I bought a, I think I bought a, uh, what kit was it? It was an aerosol 50 kit and like some pipe. And that was like the first first performance part I slapped on it right on right on and everybody talks about the the french bikes how evil they are they're just this black hole um and i'm a little nervous personally because like i got that one i'm going to pick up and like i don't want to touch it um was it reliable for you other than like stripping that exhaust out after that yeah dude that bike was actually like really good to me and i actually still have it in my basement i i haven't ridden it very often obviously but like it still fires up and runs and it'll with that 50k it'll do like almost 50 but it just i I never like i never got really deep into like all the fucking variators and shit so i still have like the stock points ignition and like the stock variator so it kind of it kind of sucks off the line but it'll do like upper 40s dude that's awesome like yeah don't if and i i'm a dork that and you you are too i i imagine you are too like for some reason i got this speed bug in me now and like i'm trying to i'm trying to appreciate going slow and like i had i like i have a bike that goes slow but like it kills me i'm not gonna lie it's it like i love going fast on these dumb little bikes that's so much fun um no after that motor became what was your next bike like and like had you gotten to a rally at this point no dude i actually i didn't go to a rally until like five years being into mopeds i went to the i mean i was at the like the the dead peds which was like the old nashville club back in the day i was at like their first two rallies but mm-hmm. i wasn't really like riding the whole time so i always i always worked at bars so i always had to work on the weekends yeah especially being like i consider bars as like in the entertainment and are entertainment it's not the entertainment 
industry what what industry is that considered as like not the host i consider entertainment i guess or like okay hospitality maybe hospitality there we go like that's so those people work especially now and everybody knows this already but i want to speak like i know what i'm talking about like i am tipping super well especially now since like things are really opened back up like that's such a hard industry to make a living at like i mean you can make good money but like those people bust their asses especially with jerks like me in the world um so big props to you for for working in that industry for that long of a time um but with being in there and like not going to rallies and stuff like that like did was there any type of like weekly moped rides going on in that er- in your area um not really like after, within like two years of it, me being into mopeds like the that club kind of fizzled out and then it was like me my friend Ethan still rode mopeds and then like a couple of our friends that skated like got some stock mopeds too and we kind of we just like rip around to go skate or like go to a bar or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was never like an organized club or anything. It was no, just like, dude. you know, meet up and go fucking hang out, ride our mopeds. Next skate part to the next one, I imagine. Um, how did you, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, like, you said it was about five years into it. Like, what kind of, for what, not consumed your time by any means, but like, how did you pacify your moped life during that period? Like, it sounds like you were just kind of on a, not necessarily an island onto yourself, but it just seemed like it was just a mode of transportation. It didn't necessarily take over your life. Like maybe it has for me and some others on this, uh, listening to this podcast. Like how was that? Was that just kind of stagnant time for you in the moped scene or what was, why don't you kind of draw me a picture? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, I think, like, really, like, I mean, like, what was it? I went to the first rally, and that kind of just got, that, like, lit a fire into my ass to, like, get really into it. And then after that, that, I mean, at that point, that was, like, four or five years being into mopeds. And then after that, I was just, like, hooked. And I just got several more and, like, started, like, kitting everything and, like, rebuilding shit and, like, figuring it out. Right on. Well, yeah, let's talk about that. What was your second bike you got then? The second bike I got was uh, what was my second bike? It was a uh, yeah, it was a yellow Pino. Nice, dude. Like, I fucking I have a I don't know why, dude, but like I just love yellow shit. I don't own any yellow cars, but like yellow mopeds, um, I fucking just love them. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, they're sick. I still have a, I still have the frame in my basement. I want to like bring it back to life at some point soon. But I think I technically like bought it for my girlfriend at the time, uh-huh. and then uh, once that fizzled out, I kind of just like kept the bike because it wasn't really running right or anything. And now it's just like a frame in my basement. But I don't know. I'd like to get it going again. Yeah, yeah, my guy. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll make, we'll make a deal on a yellow moped for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you got a you got a Pinto, and like, what what were you buying bikes for at this point? Because I imagine this is like 2014, 2015. Yeah, yeah, it was um, like price wise. Well, I I still, it seems like the last eighteen months moped numbers are getting crazy. Oh yeah, it's getting insane. I think I bought that Pino. It was like immaculate, and it didn't run. But all it ended up needing was a carb clean. But it was like super minty, and I think I paid three hundred bucks for it. Mm-hmm. 
which is yeah i mean minty fresh pinto that's yeah that's awesome um <laughs> I, I tried to sound smooth there i guess i didn't what what was like kind of you said you certain kit stuff and whatnot um what is your kind of vendor of choice are you kind of more it seems like some a lot of people lean towards dose or a lot of people go to treatland for everything do you have like a vendor you really prefer over the other or is it just i love dose and treats i mean i get i try to support dose as much as i can like they obviously mm -hmm. don't have as much like small shit as treats so usually like if i'm building a bike or whatever i'll buy whatever bigger things i can from dose and then just like end up spending just as much at treats for like all the smaller shit yeah um i almost i I, I, I've been spending too much money on mopeds. I tell myself, so like I'm on kind of a hiatus. I, from spending money, I almost bought that. Anybody they have those Hobbit clutches in that are badass at Dose, so go buy them up. So I can't. Um, there's there's the plug for Dose for the week. I hear mm -hmm. nothing but great things about them. Um, yeah, if you don't know what Hell I'm yeah. talking about, go to Dose, check out. What was that, Joe? I said they got the biggest bikes down there at Dose too. Which one's that? I mean, just they have the, sick I mean, bikes. All, all the shit they import is just like super rad, you know? Well, it's hilarious because, so I was talking to my friend Marie, who actually held that uh, thing in Kansas City. Uh, she's the one who planned it, organized it, did it 99.5% of everything for it. Well, she after my accident down there, she loaned me a bike. And of course, me, I, I had a run of bad luck with bikes. I broke a ring on that stock Vespa um vespa c and she treatland was out of rings or and pistons for that and i go well go check dose and she went and checked it they didn't have it but she saw a minarelli on there that looked a lot like a vespa c and she showed her sister who maria's tried to get her sister into mopeds forever um yeah. it's pink and gray and her sister Marie was up here taking care of some rental property. And then her sister goes, Hey, we got to go down to Lakeville to go get some cabinets or something like that. And Marie's like, what the hell's her sister bought a moped from dose because Marie had shown her that moped. So that's fucking <laughs> rad. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah. And I am going to have Marie to. Was really cool. that, was, that was the, uh, that Kansas city rally was the first time I think I'd met her in real life. And yeah, she was rad as fuck. Yeah, Marie is fucking off the chain. She's like top three people in mopeds for me, hands down. Like hands down. She is so fucking nice and so rad. Um, yeah. So, but anyways, back to you and your moped story. So you get Pinto, you had uh Motivacane, the Pinto. Like, how are you starting to kind of get the hoarder bug to yourself? Like, and like how are you get have you gotten in? I know you're definitely in that shifty gang click uh had you gotten into shifties at that point at all no i don't think i got a shifty until like a year and a half or two years ago i was like straight mopeds until then mm -hmm. but yeah I, I mean i definitely i i hoarded a bunch of shit forever and like we had kind of like a like a club shop space for a while and i got pretty bad during that because we just had we had like two thousand square foot warehouse so it's like you know, I was at the point where I was like, oh, shit, fucking $100 bike. Hell yeah, I'll scoop it. But, yeah, I think there was a point where I had like 30 mopeds. It sucked. Dude, no, that's not a bad thing. Um, And I got to hear about this <laughs> warehouse 
deal here in a little bit. I know you said down in Kansas City, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth by any means, Joe. Like you said, you kind of felt like a, the guy onto your own for a long time down there. And then like all these kids kind of start popping up and start playing mopeds. Do you kind of want to talk about that transition at all? Yeah. I mean, that was like my friends that skated that like had mopeds. It was like mainly my friend, uh, Matt and my friend Ethan, they, they both moved away. So it was basically just like me chilling by myself for a while. And, uh, I just like, I mean, I still went and rode a bunch and, I uh, I think one day I gave my friend Donnie just like he had um he had like a Minarelli that was just like pretty trash and it needed a lot of work and he he wanted a moped really bad but it was kind of like a lot for him for his first bike you know mm-hmm. so I just gave him like a uh, I gave him like a running maxi like traded him for the Minarelli and I was like yo dude if you just want this thing I'll like take that project and fuck with it at some point so I I got him a bike and then like a few others. Like, I kind of did similar things, and then, like, I mean, from that, it kind of just grew, and I mean, there's probably about 10 of us that ride pretty regularly now. Right on. How'd you guys kind of start meeting each other? Like, that's, I always find it fascinating how people bump into each other in this moped world. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, it's like our club, The Daggers, we kind of started it, because it was, like, a, there's this movie called Thrashing, and there's like it's like a, oh I know it very movie. well, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like super cheesy, like '80s skateboarding movie, and like the club was called the Daggers, so we called it that. Cause like uh, me and Donnie and um, a couple other homies like just skated and shit. But then like one day we were riding, and uh, our homie Sean that lives out here, he had he just like randomly moved to town. He just randomly like had bought this Gorelli. And he was like, like, we were just like riding down the street and he was like, chase us down the street. He's like, hey, 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 I have one of those, you know? And like, we <laughs> met him. He was super cool. He turned out to be like super mechanically inclined and like yeah. a super rad dude. We're just all like fucking good friends. And there's a couple others like that too. And then a couple other people that had mopeds have like moved here over the past couple of years. So I don't know. We ended up with a pretty decent crew now that's awesome dude like and i was gonna say yeah there's a big click in uh mankato that fucking loved that movie like and me and a i was a doorman at a bar um i guess it's semi-famous known for like the punk scene uh the what's up lounge like and me and aaron who was a bar manager like we always claimed i think it was ramp locals or something like that or the other (laughs) the other gang in in that movie i i daggers are way sicker yeah yeah dude like i just did it to fuck with people because that's what i do um yeah (laughs) that's that makes me so happy but like you talked you didn't you these guys are starting to kind of move to town and meet up like are you guys doing like any type of like um ride nights like i know in minneapolis area they have uh thursdays i know richmond tries to do moped mondays and like I think Chicago do does like I don't know if they have a name for it if it's two stroke Tuesday or if it's just Tuesday meetup or whatever. But I know Chicago does that. Do you guys have any sort of designated ride nights there? Yeah, I mean we used to always do like Sunday rides when we had the shop, and then like after the shop went away, I think we were pretty much doing like after work on Tuesdays we were meeting up, and then I think this summer just after like everything's kind of like 
opening back up and shit. Like we've all just like been going out of town or like been super busy. So we haven't had like a, like a super set schedule lately, but we all just kind of like get in the group chat and like meet up when we can, you know, like there's always somebody doing something. So usually we all tag along and even if it's not like moped shit, like a bunch of us went to like monster trucks like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, just shit like that. That's rad. Um, I, I brought it up about a half a dozen times already, but like, what was your first long distance, like more than four hours to drive away rally you went to? The first rally I drove to was a uh, diamond dogs rally in Lexington, Kentucky. And that was, I think that was five years ago. Okay. Right on, right on. How, what was that like for you? Like, hey, did you know a lot of people there? Did you know anybody there? Like, um, I, I went with a friend from here, uh, cause he was like, oh yeah, you should finally come to a moped rally. And I was like, all right, whatever, I'll do it. And, uh, it sucked. All my bikes were like broken at the time. All I had was like a stock pook and it went like maybe 30. So yeah. I took it to the rally and got smoked by everybody and like totally got lost, but just was like, holy shit, like this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I think, uh. Was it the second rally I went to was uh, right after that we went to a Upjet rally in New York and yeah I just I did it for me and after that I just tried to go to like every rally I could possibly make it to you know that's one I can't imagine being in a rally in New York like Chicago is a big city but like I get it but like New York is just I've been there a few times and like ride mo I've got to do it. Like ride mopeds in fucking New York. It doesn't matter what borough I would be in, dude. Like that'd be fucking nuts to me. Cause like you can travel for hours inside of New York city and still be inside of New York city, which is just baffling um, to me, to like a kid who graduated from, from a class of 45. Uh, Damn. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, when I tell people I'm from a small fucking town, you have no small town. Like, it's amazing. Like, and a lot of people still live there, dude. And that's and fucking rock and roll for them. Uh, you talk about going to those two deals and you talk about you guys having a shop. Like, was that just a communal thing or like how how did that all happen with you get with the uh, daggers having a shop? Yeah, I mean, it was, like, it was a communal thing. We all kind of threw in, like, to have a key to, like, have a spot to, like, work on our shit. And then, uh, I mean, I, w- I was on the lease, so I was, like, I'd sublease all the other rooms to just, like, other friends that did, like, not moped shit. Like, I had a friend that was, like, just rented a room to do, like, video editing. I had a friend that, like, lived in a room, you know, mm-hmm. just, like, kind of shit like that. Like, I just came up on this spot for, like, really cheap. And I was, like, fuck it. I'm just going to, like, get this and then, like, figure it out and it worked out super rad for like three years but it went away last summer gentrification hit it or did just things kind of change yeah it was pretty much that with a mix of like the landlord was just like a piece of shit and it was like the middle of the pandemic so like i was really like uncertain about like how things were going to go with my job and you know i was like fuck well if i lose my job and like still have to pay for this shit like that's going to be insane yeah yeah dude um that and that's anybody who does a communal deal because like you said somebody's always on the hook for that and that's such a awesome thing you did for your community there um even Uh, yeah i can't thank you enough anybody who does that like 
does the shop deal. I know like Upjet's got their shop. I know Thomas and like everybody at RVA has their shop yeah. deal. And there's been some whispers of stuff trying to happen here in Minneapolis or St. Paul. But like right now, real estate is just crazy here like it is everywhere else where it's just not financially feasible almost. Yeah, well, it sucks because like we kind of dipped out of that spot and that was like probably the last affordable spot in Nashville because it's nothing but like condos and like bullshit like that around here now. So, yeah, <laughs> probably not you're, you're preaching to me on that, brother. But it was um, sick. It was sick while it lasted, and like it definitely like it helped out like the moped scene here for sure. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Um, you talked about the pandemic and stuff like that, and how was mopeds for you during that? Because like we talked about Tampa for a half a second. Like I didn't know. It, it would be weird if I could flat rewind 18 months or two years to like, to go back to Tampa to every, I didn't know anybody there. And like looking back at the pictures now, I'm like, God, I know all these people, um, including you. Like how, how did you end up even going to that? How did we end up going to Tampa? Yeah. It was such a yeah, weird we deal, dude. Cause there wasn't any fucking information about it. Like, yeah, I mean, well, we were just, like, we were so bummed out because it was, like, you know, it was winter, so it was, like, all cold and shit. Like, I mean, it doesn't snow here a ton, but it's, like, miserably cold. So, it was, yeah. like, we hadn't really ridden all winter, and then it was, like, February, and, like, oh, fuck, a rally? Like, hell yeah, in Florida, we're definitely going to that. And I think, like, seven of us went down to that and just got an Airbnb. And it was pretty rad. I mean, I'm glad we went. It was, like, not the best fucking planned out rally, but, like, no. everybody had a fucking good time. It goes back to that theory that was told to me years ago. You know, you can have, you can go to the shittiest bar ever, but if you have like five, six of your buds, it'll be the coolest bar ever. And I think that's what that was for a lot of us at that time. Um, now, is Nashville where you're at? Is there, a, I've seen, I want to say, and I got to figure out where this at. Is there like a, an abandoned racetrack a lot of people go ride mopeds on? Yeah, there's one we've gone to a few times. It's like uh, about a little, little over an hour, maybe like an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, it's, it's sick. I was going to say, want to just kind of tell uh, the audience about that and what you guys do out there? Because like, I've seen it a few times. First time I remember seeing it, I think Ryan Go um, or John maybe posted something about it. I'm like, dude, that's fucking rad as shit. I wish I could ride mopeds there. Yeah, I think it was uh yeah, it was John John Kaufman from Lexington, like the Diamond Dogs. He he was uh I think it was like two summers ago, he was down here hanging out with us and he ended up just staying here the whole summer and he like lived in my van, just like slept <laughs> in the van every night and just like chilled, like we'd work on bikes and go ride, but he like he was just like Google searching like abandoned places near Nashville and like found it and we went and checked it out and it was like rad as fuck. So, yeah, yeah. We just gone back no. ever since i mean it's kind of like it could be a bus but i don't know it's like definitely like you're not supposed to be there but it's definitely like you can't just have that and want me to not be there you know exactly now didn't you post or somebody post you riding through an abandoned something or other the other day other day uh oh shit yeah yeah that, that go-kart track yeah dude like i I'm going to have to sneak down there one of these weekends to go do some of these abandoned like racetracks, go-kart tracks. You're speaking all my language, my guy. 
Um, what? Yeah, that was in Ohio. We went to uh, we were at like the um, like Mid Ohio Speedway. There's like vintage uh, motorcycle days once a year. It's like yeah, super yeah. sick time. And we just uh, found that spot on the way back. Or John had already known about it, so we kind of just hit that. And why doesn't that like surprise me? That guy's got all the good digs like that. Um, so let me ask you this. What is, if you could look back at your moped career, like what is your um, coolest experience you've ever, like it, it's hard to quantify that, but like what's one of your like favorite memories in mopeds? Like where if you step back, like, fuck, this is rad. I can't believe I'm a part of this right now. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that. One of my favorite things I did on a moped in the last couple of years, at least, was uh, I rode I rode my moped to New Orleans last October. Mm-hmm. That was like a, I think it was like a 650 mile ride. I was like by myself, with no chase, but it was sick. Yeah, dude, that's fucking rad as shit. Um, and I'm bringing it back. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done in mopeds? And that can go either way dumb funny dumb cool or dumb like how the fuck or why the fuck did i do this i mean i probably would just go to that same fucking thing i just (laughs) talked about like i uh i was so i was planning this trip to ride my moped all the way down natchez trace which is like this super scenic uh highway from uh there's like no there's no uh stop signs or stop lights the whole way like all the way from nashville to uh natchez mississippi and then mm-hmm. from there, it's 150 miles to New Orleans. So I was always just like, shit, that'd be so sick to like ride my moped the whole way. So I planned this trip and I, I built this maxi to go do it. And the fucking, like, I, I took a whole week off work, like, used my PTO. And I went to go start the bike. And I was like, I was fucking with it for like three hours and I couldn't get it to fire up. Oh. And like, I tried everything and just couldn't couldn't get shit right with it and i was like well what the hell do i do like i already took a week off and then i just like kind of looked over in my basement i was like oh shit i mean i have this minerelli that i know runs good like should i just try to send it on this thing like it's not really like i haven't ridden it in like two months but i know it'll do all right and i kind of just like hopped on it and went and it made it all the way there it was pretty nuts Dude, that's so fucking rad. Angel and Nate from the Wizards are now fucking cheering in their in their chairs as they listen to this. Um, that makes me, yeah, dude, that makes me so happy. Um, so, like, right now, like, what's mopeds like for you in your daily life? Like, yeah, well, like, what's the average week of mopeds in Joe's life? I probably ride a moped, like, once a week. I've kind of... I've been trying to take this summer off from just like working on stuff in general, just cause like I do that for a living. So it's like trying to just like not spend my whole life just like turning a wrench. So I've been trying to just like get out and like, like ride my bikes more, like see some nature and like get out and hike. I mean, I'm still like riding my mopeds, but I'm just not like sitting there just like trying to do like insane builds all day, you know? Mm-hmm. That's usually me in the wintertime up here. I'm doing these builds, and then I've got them fucked up, worn out, broken by June, and then I spend the rest of the summer trying to patch stuff back together. Um, so you talk, you're kind of just doing that and whatnot. Um, what is there? I don't want. I don't want you to talk out of turn. You you kind of hinted that you guys want to be doing a rally next year. Um, yeah, dude. Like what? 
I'm kind of drawing a blank right now. Um, when it came, when it comes to uh, the daggers, and were you, was it your idea or like whose idea was it to start this whole deal? Because isn't there like a uh, dagger? Okay. Is that's the shanks? I'm sorry, I freaking screwed that up. Yeah, it was pretty much just like I think it was kind of like for the most part it was like me and uh the homie Donnie that started it. But yeah, we were just like I mean oh we both skate and like oh that movie is hilarious and like oh the fucking daggers are like I don't know, they're like the sick like punk dudes in the movie and we're just like, Oh, let's just be the daggers man. But Yeah, yeah, yeah dude, I don't that's... know. I mean that's kinda how it formed. And I, I don't know, it's probably been like three, four years since we started the club. And I mean, we're not like super serious or anything. Like we don't like have prospects or like do anything like that. You know, it's basically just like, if you want to come fucking work on your bike and ride with us, then just do it. Right on, right on. That's rad, dude. Um, I'm glad you came on today. I got to get to know you better. Um, as I tell everybody on Second Chance and Moped Podcast, if you ever find your way up in Minnesota, whether it be a rally or not, or want to get away for a weekend, you always have a place to stay at my play, at my house. Um, I got a garage, I got a basement, I got a scare bedroom. Um, is there any Instagram? Is there any social media you want to point people to before we wrap this up? Either your personal one or anything that your moped club has. Yeah, I mean, my personal one is just uh, Team Joe. And uh, the I think it's the Daggers Moped Club is our club Instagram. Right on, right on. All right, um, Joe, I can't thank you enough for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast. And again, anybody, if you got any uh, guest suggestions or any ideas for a show, I'm always welcome to hear them. <laughs> I'm actually kind of booked out for the next month because, as I tell people, I get freaked out and I go on a run of asking people, and I got back to a whole bunch that I asked. And yeah, I'm pretty much booked out through August. So never mind about what I just said. Uh, I can't thank you enough, Joe, for coming on. And don't oh, yeah, forget my guy. Fun. Don't forget my guy. Mopeds are dumb. Yeah. All right, dude. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Later, dude.